Okay, so hello everyone. On behalf of Gil and I, I'd just like to welcome you all to this online retreat. Uh, it was a treat to see most of you at the meet and greet with Gil this morning. And I know because of time zone differences, not all of you were able to be there. And again, due to time zone differences, some of you will be listening to this on recording later. So just to acknowledge that it takes quite a bit of effort to assemble us all more or less together, to gather us more or less together from all these different places around the world, and to just take a moment to acknowledge and to celebrate that we've managed to do that. So it's wonderful to see so many familiar faces, as well as just a few new ones. So for a quick introduction to those of you who don't know me yet, my name is Jill Shepherd. And I'm happy to be joining you from Tamaki Makalra, Auckland, New Zealand, on land that is cared for, stewarded by the Ngāti Whātua or Orake. So I'd like to acknowledge my appreciation of that care and that connection to the land. And also to acknowledge that each one of you, likewise, you are each located in a particular part of the world a specific environment that has its own history, its own legacy, its own culture. Perhaps also has a connection with indigenous people, as well as your own ancestors and forebears. So just as we're arriving here, taking a moment to acknowledge the land that each of us is located in. And to acknowledge all the different people and the different beings that we share it with. And perhaps sharing an aspiration to treat our environment well, to treat each other well, and to minimize the harm that we cause as best we can as the foundation of this path to freedom this path to freedom that we'll be exploring together over the next eight days. So we'll be continuing with that exploration very soon. But first just to acknowledge that as most of you know, this retreat was originally going to be held in person at Temoata, outside of Tyro. And although it's a pity that this time we don't have the support of that land, the benefit, as we know, is because the retreat's now on land, online, sorry, it's possible for more of you to join it. So we have people from all over New Zealand, Australia, the US and Hong Kong. So we might not have the land, but we have the support of each other. And as you heard this morning, it's Gil's aspiration and my aspiration to help you all feel very welcome, wherever you're from, whoever you are, however you're feeling now, we want to support you as best we can in this exploration of the core teachings of the Buddha. So Gil is going to be saying much more about all of that. But I wanted to offer just a few more suggestions about how to approach the online retreat format. I think most of you have done online courses before, but not all of you have done a multi-day online retreat, perhaps not one as long as this where we're bringing our meditation practice directly into the middle of our everyday lives. 
So the first session is just an opportunity for us to get used to being together online and to offer some suggestions about how we can approach it so that we can make the most of what this format has to offer. Because it's very common, consciously or unconsciously, to compare an online retreat with an in-person retreat and think of the in-person retreat as the real thing and the online retreat as being, well, somehow second best. And while it's natural to feel disappointed, perhaps, at the loss of being at Timuata, as many of you know, there are some beautiful benefits to this online form if we can broaden our understanding of what practice is beyond just silent sitting and walking meditation. So every one of us here, we're doing this retreat in different circumstances. Again, as you heard this morning, some of you have managed to move out of your usual living situation and you're able to do this retreat either completely alone or perhaps with friends others of you are very much in in there with your family your children parents housemates some of you might have work or other commitments to take care of some of you might not have any commitments other than just a few household chores so we want to make room for whatever your current situation is and at the same time to encourage you to think of every activity you engage in as being part of your retreat so that all of it is practiced. Nothing is left out. And this is really the great gift of bringing the retreat right into your living room or your bedroom or your home office or your van, wherever you happen to be. Everything we do in every moment provides an equal opportunity to strengthen mindfulness, to strengthen kindness, to strengthen compassion and clarity and wisdom. So we don't need to think of anything as being a distraction from the real practice. And that way everything potentially becomes a resource on this journey to freedom. Or, as Gil said this morning, he acknowledged that perhaps some kind of life issue might come up and we feel like we have to leave the retreat container temporarily for some reason, maybe to support a family member or something like that. And as he said, rather than thinking of that as leaving the retreat, he said it's more like taking the retreat with you. So in this way, we're expanding the retreat to include everything that we're doing. We're not fighting or resenting that, but we're living in harmony with it living in harmony with our actual experience, living in harmony with others, living in harmony with the environment that we find ourselves in. Now, having said that, it's also skillful to protect your seclusion and your non-distractedness as best you can. And to do that by setting up a container for your practice that can help reduce energy leakage. So... To make the most of this retreat, it's a good idea to make that inner commitment to avoid using your technology for anything except retreat-related use. And that's one reason why I set the retreat up on Canvas, because I can email you directly in Canvas. You don't need to go and look at your regular email account or any other kind of site. So I really encourage you to stay away from online news sites, to stay away from social media, to stay away from online games and so on, which for some of us can be quite challenging. 
to do your best. And as you know, traditionally, when we go into a retreat, we make a commitment to avoid intoxicants such as alcohol and recreational drugs because obviously they cloud the mind. They get in the way of calm and clarity, that calm and clarity that we need to be strong if we're going to experience freedom. However, one of the challenges of an at-home retreat is obviously we have much easier access to our devices and it's much easier to get caught up in using what we can think of as electronic intoxicants. So when we come to take the ethical training precepts together, which we'll do soon, you might take that opportunity to make that extra commitment to refrain from misusing electronic intoxicants as well as the more traditional intoxicants of alcohol and drugs. So in all of this exploration, what we're trying to do is find a balance between not getting too rigid, pushing ourselves to do formal meditation practice at least 12 hours a day, but also not being too loose and just going with the flow to such an extent that we're not making the most of this opportunity. So in service of finding that balance, you're invited to do what you can without guilt, without pressure, without expectations. In other words, with a basic orientation towards generosity and towards kindness. Or, as I often like to say, to frame all of this in terms of exploring and enjoying. And I name that framing attitude of exploring and enjoying to try and overcome the tendency many we have, many of us have to fret about getting it right, trying to succeed, trying to be perfect, trying to achieve anything at all. You don't need so much to try to achieve anything because just by showing up day after day over the course of this retreat, something will definitely happen. We just don't know exactly what that is yet, but give it some space to emerge naturally. So no doubt we'll be coming back to this quality of balanced effort later in the retreat. But it's never too soon to start developing an attitude of what I call relaxed diligence. So let that relaxed diligence guide and inform all the choices that you make in relation to all the different forms of practice that we'll be doing over the next eight days. So to support that balanced approach, we've set up the structure of the retreat, so hopefully there's enough of a framework for coherence, for continuity, but there's also enough flexibility that outside of those three scheduled instruction sessions every day, you can do whatever amount of formal meditation your circumstances allow. So the three main sessions that you all have committed to attend within the limits of your time zone are at 9 o'clock each morning. Gil will offer practice instructions and a guided meditation. Then he'll come back at 2.30 in the afternoon New Zealand time to give the Dharma talk. And then in the evening, at the same time every day, I'll offer just a few reflections on the themes and the practices of the day and then we'll sit together. 
And then those of you who are outside of those time zones, you'll have access to the recordings not too long after each session. I'll be doing the recording myself and uploading them and then making the links available in Canvas each day. So if you are following along, you're encouraged to listen to those recordings of any sessions that you miss before the next instruction session because all of the sessions will be building on each other throughout the retreat. Then, as you will have seen uh, through the schedule, is alternating sitting and walking meditation. So you're invited to attend those, and either me or a practice leader will ring the bell at the end of that time. And all of those sittings will happen in the same Zoom room. And I'll try to keep it open from 6.15 in the morning to 9.15 at night. So you can meditate here at any time you feel like. So what I'm encouraging is for us to think of this room as our virtual meditation hall and to treat it the same way you would as the meditation hall at an actual retreat center. So before the formal sessions, please arrive just a few minutes before they start so you can settle in and be ready to practice. And this is particularly important in the instruction sessions because when we're offering a talk or a guided meditation, it's a little distracting if we have to keep getting pop-up reminders to let people in from the waiting room. So we're trying to support the steadiness, the stillness of our meditation hall. And in service of that, we ask you to try and keep your camera still. To please don't bring tea and coffee into the meeting room, just as you wouldn't bring that into the meditation center meeting room. And also to leave your pets outside. They may be super cute, but it can be pretty distracting when a cat's tail is just wafting across the screen or the dog starts yapping in the middle of the meditation. So we're trying to preserve a somewhat contemplative atmosphere here. Then in addition to those sessions, Gil and I will be offering practice meetings most days where you get the opportunity just to reflect on your meditation practice, your experience during the retreat. So if you're in the audit option, you'll have two small group discussions with me and everyone else will have two individual meetings with Gil. So as I hope you've seen, the schedule for those meetings is posted in the day one module on Canvas. So please check really carefully to make sure you know when your practice meeting will be and which Zoom room it will be in because Gil is using a different link for his meetings. So Canvas then is like the notice board on an in-person retreat and it's where I'll post group announcements, it's how I'll communicate with you individually if I need to and also you can email me using the inbox function in Canvas. And as I said, it's where I'll upload the recordings every day. So those, I think, are the most of the practicalities. Are there any questions about that? You can just raise your hand electronically or in person.